Welcome to Pushing Through. I'm Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid, BJ Armstrong. And BJ, before we get to the basketball and the trades, it's Super Bowl week in Los Angeles. Oh. oh. <laughs> Are you fired up? You sound fired up. You know, I'm just going to be... I'm just going to be the grumpy old man that I am. <laughs> when I was younger, the Super Bowl and all that, All-Star Weekend and World Series, they, those were great events to attend. Now I'm just, really, I'm like annoyed because of the traffic yeah, and all of the things. <laughs> Look, I'm not going just, I'm not, you're you know, over like, you I'm know, kind of over it. I'm not yeah, going to the Super Bowl. I got to yeah. go to Radio Row. I got to be actually at the convention center on Friday. I, I told all my Midas friends, save yeah. the invite, save the email. Just don't invite me to anything. Yeah, don't invite. Yeah, don't invite yeah, me. I'm not going. He's I'm not, not fighting going. traffic. I'm not. <laughs> I've I've turned. You know, and 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 I'm saying this kindly. I'm not trying to go to the game. Yeah, I'm not I want to. I want to get out on my barbecue grill. I yeah, want to cook. You gotta have I a nice little Super Bowl party and the let the people watch the game, enjoy all those things. Just leave me alone. You know, I, yeah. I'm. I'm I just leave me alone. You know what I'm who saying? Are you, who but, are you pulling for, BJ? Are you pulling for Matt? I'm Stafford? pulling for the Lions. You know who I'm pulling for. You know okay. I'm, I'm a Lions fan. So you yeah, know so what? this is. The, I think that Detroit should get some sort of uh, you know acknowledgement if he does. So win I'm, the Super I'm Bowl. pulling. I'm pulling for the Lions. So you know, like we live out here in LA. Let's pull for the Rams. But you know what? A great story, Joe Burrow. You know, I just like saying the guy's name, Joe Burrow. Yeah, you know, Burr. I mean? uh, yeah. I just Joe like Burr. saying his name. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. I think it should be good. I'm excited for it, but I'm not excited for what comes with it. The traffic, yeah, wait times, getting on the oh, getting on the. I don't even want to say getting on the freeway is just the four or five, the ten. Oh, like oh man, just what it's exhausting. Yeah, it is. I'm tired just thinking about it. But yeah, so we won't do that. We won't. But it's do good that for the much. city. I'm I'm happy for the city. It's good for the economy. People to work, so forth, so forth, you know, da, da, da. It'll be great optics on TV. The, the, the arena looks beautiful. I'm sure you, you've you probably been there, you know what I mean? But I'm an old guy. I got like, Charger I, season tickets, BJ. Yeah, I'm there always you go. So I'm, not, I'm not going anywhere, so don't even invite me. I'm not going. So I actually have a sneaky plug at SoFi. One of my friends, she lives right there in Inglewood. So I park my car at her place, and then I walk to the stadium, and then I oh, walk back there to her you place. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, and it I'm, makes it easy. I, that's, that's the secret. See, if I didn't have that parking spot, BJ... I would never go down to SoFi Stadium. There you go. It's, hey, God bless. I'm at It's hard home. to get an Uber. Uh, if you yeah, go down there and you're, and you're trying I'm to find do, a, or, you I'm know, not doing any of that. I'm not doing any of that. I'm not the audience to be marketing to. I'm not okay. going. You're but not that's going. Fine. No, but I'm you're watching. You're, we're all going to watch I'll, it. Home. I'll watch, but yeah. I'm not going. I'm not I know. going. I feel that. I feel that. Well, it is uh, the week of the NBA trade deadline, which is Thursday, BJ. Yes. So we have... Uh, a lot of woge bombs and shams breaks ahead. But today, the big news is that the Sacramento Kings have decided to trade Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, Tristan Thompson to the Indiana Pacers for Tomantes Sabonis, Jeremy Lamb, and Justin Holiday. This is the big breaking woge bomb of the day. And the NBA Twitter sphere, BJ, the people online, they're going crazy. How dare you trade Halliburton? Uh, Kings fans on Reddit, they're all upset that Halliburton has been traded from the Kings. Okay. But you and I talked, and we said, hey, Sacramento, okay. you got yourself an all-star. You know what? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm going to talk to the Kings fans. King, mark my words here. Today is, what, what's the date today? Let, let's get this. Today's February 8th. February 8th, 2022. Kings fans, 
You guys have been in such a bad relationship. Now you don't even know when a good a good thing comes about. <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm calling no, like I real. see it here. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, I'm a little old today, so I'm a you know kind of. You get an opportunity to get an all star caliber player. You're getting a player, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking to the Kings now. Who had to okay this trade to say the following. If you do trade for me, you must understand that what's going to be required for me to stay there. The max. Mm. The Sacramento Kings didn't balk. Sabonis didn't balk because last I checked, no one, that is not a number one, number two destination in free agency, Sacramento. So you got a guy who's going to give you 20 and 10, stabilize your organization, stabilize your franchise, and who said, I'm comfortable with the challenges that come with being in Sacramento. And then the mm-hmm. people are going to be like, no, I don't want this. Are you, what part of this you don't want? He could have easily been an all-star this year. Yes. He's I, an I'm elite. still not sure why Indiana was so set on making sure he was I'm going to tell star. you why. I'm going to tell you why. Let me let me tell y'all why. Okay, let me get out of the fan the, yeah, the fan theme and let me peek. Let me help y'all peek behind the curtain because <laughs> Indiana didn't want to pay him. Let exactly. me tell you exactly he's a ma- why. He's a max let me guy. Tell you, Rick Carlisle been around the game as long as I have. There is no coach in the NBA who's not going to take twenty and ten every single night. That guy is a twenty ten machine. You haven't had a big this good. You know, I mean, look, and, 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 you know, Boogie. Since Chris Weber. Oh, yeah, Boogie, yeah. Boogie was there. Boogie was fantastic before, yeah, prior yeah, to yeah, the injuries. Yeah, yeah. But you haven't had a big that's going to play at this level. Hopefully, you know, he can be injury-free since Chris Weber, The king of the double-double. That's what Sabonis is. Now you have a guard. Who you've, whether you understand this or not, you've just given this guy an incredible amount of confidence by saying, it's your team, Fox. Fox, it's your team now. Yeah, we're not trading we, you. We You're our guy. You are our guy. And we're going to roll with what you have, which is he has an incredible amount of speed and quickness. And you know what I think about speed and quickness. It only does two things. It gets you in trouble and it gets you out. We're rolling with you now, Fox. So Fox has no excuses now not to average over 20 points a game because every screen roll, no one's going to be double teaming him. He's got an all-star now setting the screen for him. All right. So De'Aaron Fox, they just handed him the ball. They just given him all the confidence. You are our guy. And they got a 2010 guy who said, I want to come there and I'm going to handle all the problems that come with an organization where you're at because you haven't done anything for the last 10 to 15 years. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to hear if you all take of this. Care, if you take care of me, I'll get those double-doubles. I don't want to hear anything about potential anymore. Sabonis just gave you leadership, whether mm-hmm. you understand that or not. So when they are making the playoffs or they are somewhere in the play-in game or wherever they're going to be with this trade, and that everybody's going to be like, oh, Sabonis is great. Let's get this receipt here and say, this is the guy. What he just did is a terrific thing for the Sacramento's organization because he stabilized the organization. Mm. And they have a quality player. 
He's not better than Jokic. Don't get me wrong. He's not better than Jokic. He's not better than Joel Embiid. But he's right there with everyone else. This and guy's I an all I think he could guard Giannis. You know what I mean? He, he's one of the few guys that maybe he, he could can, at least try he, to. He can play with anybody in the NBA. He mm-hmm. may not have 40 against Embiid, but he'll, he can have 30, 35. Mm-hmm. This guy's well-respected throughout the league. You now have an inside-outside combination. You now have a guy that will demand double teams probably 75% of the Knights, whoever he's playing against. Okay? You now have, you currently have, and maybe he is another trade, Harrison Barnes. That's a quality starter at a championship caliber level. He's done that already. Okay? Jeremy Lamb went healthy. That's another NBA rotational player. A guy who can come off your bench and and keep things together. And then the other kid, Justin Holiday. That's another rotational player. And by the way, by the way, you know what? They could be hiring a new coach. Okay? So I like what they did. I like the fact that now you will have not one player that's under contract in in Fox. You're going to have two. Now we know who the star players are. Now we're going to build around that. And you have people who want to be there. That's the key. That's the key. This is you, your team. You, this is now your they team. Both, now they both you, know now that. Now you have a player who is going to hold himself accountable, let alone the other players. He's going to hold him. Hey, man, this is where I want to be. So to me, it's a great move. It's a good deal. And I think it gives the franchise hope saying, okay, now we can begin to build and do all the things around this team because we know what we have. And if they can remain healthy, because that's a key, I think they're going to be pretty good. Do I think they're the best team? No. But do I think they could be a playoff team? Absolutely. I think they could too, because I really do believe in DeMontes Sabonis. And uh, as we've said on the show, and we talked about when we did our top 75, Arvidas Sabonis, his father, is one of the greatest basketball players ever. So it's not like this guy doesn't know the game. Like you said, he's well-respected by the players. The players know how good he is. And he can be an all-star franchise-level player. And I remember you told me the old adage was, your third team, it's hard to become that guy. This is his third team. He goes from the Thunder, gets traded for Oladipo to Indiana. Now he's on the Sacramento Kings. But he seems to be built to be that franchise-level player. Julius Randle, you know, did it last year in New York. It hasn't been working out the same in this year. But I think DeMontez Sabonis can, can kill that old adage and, uh, and prove to be a franchise-level star for Sacramento. So that's great to see. Uh, the Pacers have been busy, BJ. They also traded Karis LeVert to the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cavaliers look like they're trying to make a push, an actual real title push. And I wanted to get your thoughts on the Cavs because I love this move for Karis LeVert, and I really like what the Cavs are building right now. Yeah, you know what? I think, you know, there are business moves and then there are basketball moves. This is a basketball move. And, you know, I just want to give a shout-out to the front office. I think of the Cleveland Cavaliers. They've done a terrific job. They, Fourth in the East, one and a half games back of first. I mean, that when you, you know, just you saying that, here's a team, and, you know, look, Darius Garland was an all star. Jared Allen is playing. He could have easily he been, been, been an all star, but their best player is Evan Mobley. <laughs> as, as has about, been well think documented. About think about documented that. You know what I mean? Show, think yeah. about that. I, I'm not just saying this now. You, you, you know. No, we, we've what, been saying it all this year. Here. No, of course. Okay, Darius Garland, all-star. Jared Allen could have been an all-star. But their best player is Evan Mobley. 
and they are one and a half games as a rookie out of first place. Okay. Mm. They are ahead of schedule. So Kobe and company up there in Cleveland, they said, hey, wait a minute. We didn't expect to be here. Let's see how good we can be. And they went out and added a guy who could easily get you 30, 35, 40 points in the playoff series. Yeah. He's the I kind of the guy that can win you a game potentially. I, 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 love the, I love the move. I love the fact that this team, the way they've constructed their team, it's well-balanced. They have depth. Now they have a scorer who can score from the wing. And I'm, I've been saying this, and I'll say it again. I would not want to play this team in the first round. I don't want to play this team at all. I don't think but, any of the top three want to because, play this team. Because no. they have size. They have depth. They have experience coming off the bench. I mean, you have – They have, have pros. You, you, know, you don't have pros. You have champions coming off the bench. <laughs> yeah, Rondo, Kevin Love. Kevin Love. I don't want to play against this team. I don't like playing against this team because they don't have anything to lose. They weren't supposed to be here in the first place. Evan Mobley has never played. He hasn't played 80, in an 82-game schedule, let alone the playoffs. Jared Allen, Darius Garland. Then you bring in Kevin Love. You bring in Rondo. Now you're bringing in Karis LeVert. I don't want to play against these guys. They mm-hmm. have too much talent. They have size. They have length. When the game slows down, how are you going to attack the basket? They just have too many big bodies. Yeah, I know, like Isaac Okoro, Ed Davis. This I mean, they, is, they have guys they throw I don't want to yeah. see this team. Love the move. Love what they're doing up there in Cleveland. And you know what? Here's the scary part. They're only going to get better because their best player is only going to get better. This I, Evan Mobley is an MVP caliber player. He's not even playing at 50% yet, guys. Cleveland should be smiling ear to ear right now with what they've done. Because they got a number one pick quality player at the three spot, and he's already making a Tim Duncan like impact. Reaches his potential. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. This guy is that good. He's he 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 can defend at a high level. He's got a little jump shot. He can go to the perimeter. He can play screen role. He can play he can screen play small forward. He can play small forward, power <laughs> forward, center. The guy plays at the top of the of the 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 one two two zone. He can play against your best interior player as a as a rookie. And guy, the guy who's backing him up is a Hall of Famer, Kevin Love. Mm-hmm. This is. You know what? I don't want to see these They're guys. They're unique. They're a unique Man, team. I don't want to see these it's a, guys. It's a tough I, matchup. I, I like them. So nice basketball pickup. Nice roster move. They are ahead of schedule. And Cleveland, you know, put your seatbelt on. You're in for a heck of a ride right now. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm excited to see what's going to happen there in Cleveland over the next 10 years. Because you know what? If this young man can stay healthy, Evan Mobley, you got something special. I mean, there was even some conversation I saw online when, you know, the uh, the all-star spot was up. Obviously, Kevin Durant's spot because he's unhealthy, not going to be able to go to Cleveland. LaMelo Ball is the one who ends up getting picked for the East. But uh, there was some conversation. Well, we can talk about that. But there was some conversation that Evan Mobley was going to be that guy. And, I mean, it is so great that 
in a year where Cleveland has inspired a redeemed hope that is post-LeBron for this new group, that the All-Star game is going to be in Cleveland. So I would have loved to have seen Evan, Evan Mobley in Cleveland as an All-Star. But, of course, Darius Garland will be there representing yeah, the Cavs. So that'll yeah, be fun I, too. I think it's appropriate that Darius Garland, you know, he's – he really, he he really has played terrific, and, and, and you know what? And he he was a straight up all star, not yeah, a replacement. Yeah, he, yeah. He 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 really has played at a you know he's played at an all star level. That's why he's been named an all star. So congratulations to him. You know, his, I played against his dad, Winnie, and, uh, <laughs> over there. You know, that's what we call him anyway, Winnie. Um, you know, so congratulations to him, the Garland family. That's terrific. So I'm excited for him. I'm excited for the guards. And and I just want to give a shout out to my favorite all-star this year is Fred Van Fleet. Mm, I love Fred. Not drafted. Just makes it. It just comes in and grinds, right? You he's know like what the I mean? Kurt, Warner, Kurt, Kurt Warner of basketball. Uh, if that he, makes any he, sense. He, you know, you know what what I mean? he's just out I, of nowhere. Yeah, well, and he's the, a superstar. The guy, you know, what I love. I just love his name, Fred. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, that's just a great name, Fred. You know what I mean? There's nothing flashy about it. Yeah, it's just Fred. You know, what there I was mean? a Brazilian fo- soccer player that had the name Fred. That was yeah, yeah. guy just comes in, does his job. Yeah, you know, he's 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 a little better shooter than you think. He's a little better ball handler than you think. This year, he's done an incredible job of leadership. You know, I didn't know the guy had this type of leadership. The guy makes you know big shot after big shot. Finally, you go, yeah, maybe I should guard this guy. <laughs> you know, the, the the guy plays against Steph Curry and all these other guards, and you go, well, he can't do that. He's not fast enough, but he does it. Yep. He's just Fred. And that's why I love the guy. He's he's like, you know. He just goes about his business. He's like the everyday guy. He's Fred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the guy is named the All-Star, and he makes me feel good because, you know what, everyone's talking about who has the highest vertical. This guy is fast. This guy can in and out. He's not going to wow you with the measurables or anything, but he's going to beat you hey, in the game of basketball. Fred, just let you know. Slow and steady wins the race. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and congrats to him, my guy, Masai up there. You know what? That was a that, that to me is what makes scouting so, so exciting because it's easy to see Zion's talent jump off. I mean, when you see Zion, you know what I mean? When you look at these young players now – you know, Jabari Smith now down there at Auburn. Yeah, I mean, come on. Like, you and I can see that in the first – you can see that in warm-ups. Yeah. But Fred, you got to scout. You got to go watch this guy about 15 times and go, eh. you know, some guy's going to say, he's not a pro. And then the other guy's going to be like, there's something about this guy. And then suddenly now, he's an all-star. Mm-hmm. Think about that. This guy didn't even get drafted. That, to me, is what makes scouting so – it's so, so important. There's an art to it. And, you know, we miss guys. And I, I'm so happy for him. So he's my favorite all-star. I'm rooting for Fred. We the North. Just like you have your Hornets jersey on, I should have my Toronto Raptors jersey on Yeah, today. you should. Well, the Raptors beat the Hornets uh, yeah, pretty yeah, easily yeah, last yeah. night. So uh, yeah. I, I well, probably you know, shouldn't have my hey, Hornets hey, hey, you know, hey, jersey on. You know, Fred, you know, Fred's just going to handle his business. You know, he's going to handle his business. Yeah, I mean, shout out to Lamelo Ball. He's an all star. But uh, shout out Hort- to Lamelo. Come on, give me some Lamelo. Give me, give me I some mean, Lamelo. You, you guys so are really excited him. up there. I mean, God, listen, 
All-Star we Weekend. He probably is going to have to tone his game. His, he's probably going to have to tone his game down for All-Star Weekend because he's doing All-Star stuff all season. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, him and Miles Bridges. I mean, it's yeah, like that's miss All-Star. Miles, you know, the first forty games have been just him doing All-Star stuff. So yeah, he he's all Showtime. You know what I mean? And unfortunately, oh, I know. Oh, I know. He's all Showtime. <laughs> he's fun. I mean, he look fun factor for Lamelo. How could you not? I mean, first of all, his, the kids love know, Lamelo. I mean, you just got to love his hair, right? I mean, the guy just yeah. running around, his hair is bouncing around. This guy's got the nice, you know, Puma sneakers, right? Those are Pumas he's wearing, right? You yeah, got he's the got nice his Puma. own signature Pumas. He's man. got his Pumas. He's, I mean, come on. I mean, what is there not to love about LaMelo? I mean, when you say fun, when you think of young youth, you think of LaMelo. I mean, when you say yeah. young youth and all of the things about, you know, in your 20s, it should be LaMelo's picture should be right there. Because <laughs> yeah, the guy just, just looks like he's having smile. fun. He looks like he's having fun. You know what? The world is good because of LaMelo. He, you know, you want to watch a game and put a smile on your face, just go watch LaMelo. Yeah. As LaMelo said at the beginning of the new year, new year, new me, same me, though. So, I mean, that that's where he is. And uh, now he's an all-star, as he, as he predicted when he got drafted. So, I love to see that. You can't. Congratulations <laughs> to him. Congratulations. I mean, he it is it's deserved. I mean, as a younger brother myself, BJ, uh, you know, I always was competing with my brother and everything. You know, how many points did you have, you know, this season and right. you know, ninth gravers, tenth grade, you know, all that. So that it's fun to see the younger brother get the all-star nod before the older brother. You know what I mean? Even though Lonzo obviously has had, you know, a great year and been great in Chicago, yeah. and Chicago's had a great year. Yeah. I, I I have a I have a soft spot for the younger brother, so I love to see that. Yeah, that, that's fine. You know, Lonzo could have easily, if he doesn't get that's hurt, right. he could have been Both of them are in contention. You know, yeah, right? you know, it's it's funny. You know, both of them grew up on the West Coast, but both yep. of them are thriving in the, in the Eastern Conference. You know, because it's a different brand of basketball. So. You know, shout out to the Ball family. You know what? I, I mean, I, I think it's great. I, I, I love the fact that, you know, it's entertainment. And growing up here in L.A., it's the one thing I, I don't think you don't understand it unless you grow up out here. Yeah. Is, you know, that's why they call it show business. <laughs> That's my mom's favorite line of yours, BJ. She says that says that to me all the time. Yeah, it's like call it show show or business. And, and, business. and you say what you want. You say you say what you want. Like, <laughs> I, they make me laugh. Levar Ball is great. Like he's hilarious. I, yeah. I hope that someday he comes on the show because you know what? You just got to give him the microphone and you let him do <laughs> sit back and you just sit back and and I want to say this about his boys. When those bright lights come on. They respond. Mm. And that, 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 that's a skill. Okay? When those bright lights come on. Not when they're playing against nobody. You know, you, you, know, you know the players who get their stats when they're playing against, you know, the smaller outmatched team. No, when the bright lights come on, all his boys, they show up. Mm. You know, when, when the bright lights comes on to do the interview, LeVar shows up. And I respect that. Because some people run away from the bright lights. No, I mean, you saw it this season a few times, like when LaMelo plays Giannis in the Bucks. you know, he, he plays you Say what it. you want to. Lonzo has showed mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Lonzo was having a terrific season. And hopefully he'll come back and they'll continue to do what they're doing. And he's been a main part of that. Absolutely. You, you know, I didn't know what to expect when the Bulls, when he went there. But clearly he showed up. This kid, LaMelo, okay, yeah, I mean, listen, 
he's he's right there with with, with like saying must see TV. You know who I refer to must see TV. That's that's my guy, John Morant. Yeah. But Lamelo, hey man, you know you got to you make sure you check in on Charlotte to see if you didn't if you missed something. You know what yeah, I mean? In case you missed it, yeah. yeah here's you know what, what I mean. Like, La, yeah. Lamelo is. It's here. And then my other guy was Lagello. Is that his name? What's his name? What's it? What's <laughs> Leangelo. <it>? Leangelo, right? <laughs> Leangelo. He's cold too. He can come shoot. Come on, man. Every time I every time I watch him. Every time I, know, I, I watch want him, him to come on the Hornets. We need some heart. They say, oh, well, you know, I don't know about this guy, right? And then all of a sudden he's he'll have like seven threes in the game. You're like, he just shows up, right? You know, always on a timely fashion, right? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and it's almost like when he plays like the team that he's playing with, no matter who he's playing with, the other players, they start giving him the ball because they're just like, this guy, he's so, ready. Uh, I just want to give that out here. And, 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 and to me, you know, LeVar deserves credit for that. Yeah, exactly. His, I agree. For having his family understand show business. And this is why I love it. Like, I love <laughs> it. Like, it's show business. It, it, that's what the NBA is all about now. It's entertainment. Like, mm-hmm. we talk more, or you talk more, about what's going on <laughs> off the court than I don't court. want to, BJ. This is just what people Ex- talk to me about. Exactly. I have to bring that it up. To I me, have to bring it up. And that, to me, is what this world is all about. And that's what, and I'm cool with that. You know, and I'm cool. So, shout out to the Ball family. They got the show. Hey, they are the show. They and Lamelo, you know what? Say what you want to. He has a nice way about himself. He has a nice way of playing. And I'm gonna tell you this. I and I know it's something that's there because my son, who's 21, every highlight he sends me is Lamelo Ball. <laughs> See, Oscar and I would get along. He's a Carolina okay, basketball so fan. He I, loves LaMelo. Oscar loves, he <laughs> loves LaMelo. But all of the kids love LaMelo. I yeah, love LaMelo. You know what I mean? I love LaMelo. Yeah, I'm a kid at heart, so I love, love LaMelo. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> Dad, did you see his car? Dad, did you see his drip? Dad, did you see the pass? Dad, did you see the... I mean, it's like, he has, he's tapped into something. Yeah, no, he he gets it. He gets whatever it whatever is. Whatever it is. Yep. He's got it. And if you are in your 20s, he's your guy. And I'm in my 20s. I, he's my I, guy. I'm all for it. Yeah, I love it. Um, one more thing, BJ, before we get out of here. Of course, we got the trade deadline. We're probably going to do another show um, reacting to that once it's over on Thursday. But before that, I wanted to just check back in. Brooklyn has lost eight in a row. I just I watched the Denver mm. game yesterday. Mm. Uh, first off, Nikola Jokic. Mm. Yeah, I mean, my goodness, he's unbelievable. Stop me because you, you stop me because when we have to get off the get off the air because I am tired of listening about Brooklyn and Philly. Okay. So, but go ahead, ask your question. And, no, and, I just well, first. I just want to talk about Brooklyn. They lost eight in a row. I'm talking about the basketball. You, we want to talk about the yeah, basketball. I, well, well, I, I mean, this Denver, is not looking good. Denver I, just ran them out of the gym. You know, I, I, despite Blake Griffin having seven threes or whatever crazy number it was. You know, the principles of the game, the basketball gods, they demand that you do three things if you're going to respect the game. You have to defend. You have to rebound after that great defensive possession, and then you have to share the ball. Brooklyn has assembled a team that's trying not to defend, 
that's trying not to rebound and they just play isolation basketball because they have great one-on-one players. Mm. Those three players are so talented, talking about Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. I'm intrigued, even as a former whatever, player, executive, whatever you want to, uh, however you want to term it, I'm even intrigued by saying these guys might be the first guys or the putting together a team where you might violate the principles of the game Mm. because they're not a great defensive team by any stretch. They're not a great rebounding team and they get a lot of, you know, assists, but they play more isolation basketball. It's like, okay, Kyrie, your turn. Okay. James Harden, your turn. Okay. KD, your turn. Okay. And I wasn't sure how this was going to work, but I'm intrigued. Because of their talent level, especially of those three. But what the, happens? The, what happens if those three aren't there? That's, the, that's and, the that, and that's the, that's as life as you know, Tate. You're a young man. You're in your twenties. Life doesn't always work out to where you plan it. Not at all. And as they say, happens. Okay, now that something has happened, this is what you get. This is why you have to hang your hat on defense because you can't always depend on your offense. Now, if you shoot well, that covers up a lot of mistakes. Okay, we're not defending well, but hey, man, I'm 10 for 15 from three. It doesn't really matter if you defend that night. You have to abide by the principles of the game. You have to defend. You have to limit the team to only one shot. And you got to share the ball to get good shots to get great shots Mm -hmm. the Brooklyn Nets right now they found themselves in a place where they're not a great defensive team they have limited bigs and if you ask me think about this what's their system of play other than the isolation (laughs) Think about this. Most of the teams who win a championship or make a deep run, they have a system of play. The Milwaukee Bucks, they have a system of play. The Suns. The Suns have a system of play. The Golden State Warriors, mm-hmm. a system of play. When you look at when you look at the Miami Heat, even Chicago this year, system of, they have a system. Everyone of play. has a system. What's the system of the Brooklyn Nets. Show up and be more talented seems to be the system. I, I don't know. Maybe they do. I just I, I have a hard time seeing it. Maybe it's a different system I haven't seen. I'm still learning it. What I'm saying is those guys are so talented. You know, Kyrie is so talented individually that maybe you're saying it might work. Let me just see. Like James Harden. I mean, those guys, two or all three of those guys could score 50 in the same game. That's how good I think they really are. They, I mean, they really are exceptional, exceptional offensive players. You can't poke holes in their offense. But all of the other things, you have to like really look to say, is this a championship caliber team? So now it's just being exposed, right? The playing, the Kyrie only playing on the road games is being exposed. What happens if James Harden isn't 100% being exposed? What happened if a player goes down for six to eight weeks? Now it's being exposed. 
who on their roster is capable of stepping up and filling in and holding this together until the other guy. So everything now is just being exposed. And listen, I don't think there's ever been a team that's, you know, I, I just saw the stat the other day. They said there's never been a team that lost seven games in a row that won and the won, the champ, that won the title. Mm-hmm. I think it, I saw that too, and I was like, that, that checks out. Yeah, and it that, might be that, the nail that, in the coffin. That, because you can't win without playing defense. Offensively, I have no questions. As a team, Tate, you got to have two things. You got to have talent and you got to have depth. And this depth has to be committed to the defensive end. And right now, I'm not sure what's going on there in Brooklyn as far as the commitment. I'm not saying what it looks like on paper to the commitment of what it's going to take to win a championship, especially on the defensive end. Who's going to get that loose ball tape? Who's going to, you know, I saw Joel Embiid dive on the floor the other night versus the uh, Dallas Mavericks. And I thought, you know, I don't know what they're going to do this year. I don't know if they're going to win it or not. You know, they, they have their own problems there in Philadelphia. But let me tell you something. The big fella is committed. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not talking about getting the touches. I'm not talking about scoring. There's a loose ball. That's what I started looking and going, okay, that's who's committed. Because let me tell you something. If there's a loose ball on the floor for the Phoenix Suns, let me tell you who's committed to getting that ball right now. Bismack Biombo. Jay Crowder, <laughs> Mikael Bridges, uh, all of those guys are committed. Chris Paul, Devin Booker. I'm not talking about scoring. I'm talking about if there's a loose ball. Yeah, Joel's diving everywhere. He's doing everything. <laughs> On paper, looks great. But there's a lot of gaps in here. Now they're being exposed. And now the only way that this can be solved are with those big three being committed. Mm. And right now it doesn't look, it doesn't appear to be because the commitment can come any moment and say, James Harden says, I'm all in and signs his extension. That eliminates all of this. That eliminates all of this. That that's, that's what's needed. That eliminates this entire conversation here. And then we move on. But until that happens, okay, then it's going to be tough. It's tough to overcome. Mm. It could be a sign and trade type situation, but Steve Nash did say that uh, there would be no trade for James Harden. What's he supposed uh, to say? Yeah, I know. I, yeah, that's What's true. he supposed to say? <laughs> when they asked the question, I was like, Do you "Oh think yeah, he's really- I just had a conversation <laughs> yeah. with James Harden, and he told me that he doesn't want to be here." <laughs> What's he supposed to say? No, let yeah, me tell you. Let me tell you something, Tate. Let me tell you something. Whether you're in your twenties, thirties, forties, or fifties, like me, money talks. Mm-hmm. Nothing is done until you put it on the dotted line. Okay. Let me tell you something right now that I know that's facts, as y'all say, big facts. There, at any moment. Starting right now until that de- deadline, James Harden has the ability to go there and sign an extension. And I'm sure there's no one in that Brooklyn organization would get in the way and say, no, James, take your time. 
So they might be they might be carrying around the contract in their back pocket. See, for this them. is what I'm saying. So all <laughs> of this stuff that we're talking about is manufactured from within. This isn't noise from the outside. No, this is yeah. This is this coming from the inside. This is coming from the inside. Now you've put your stuff on the outside for all of us to see. If you want this to go away, and if what he said is true, sign the contract in. Sign the extension. So that or Tate and PJ Armstrong are going to push him through podcasts and talk about basketball. I don't want to be talking about what they where you want to hey man, let you let, let, that's the business of it. Let's talk about the floor. Hey man, James Harden had 38. Oh, well, there you have it, BJ. I mean, the trade deadline is trade trade deadline. Is I don't know how up. we got there. I don't know how I, we got I there. I mean, but I, you know, I feel like it was a great reflection on where we are. You know what I mean? Where yeah, where this it, team will be, where this season will go. I I'm excited for Joel Embiid um, and what the future holds. But Giannis is that guy, as he, we know. He, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Whatever happens this year is going to happen. I have a hundred percent. I'm 100% behind the following statement I'm about to make. Giannis will be a better player next year than he was this year. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I am confident that he will be a better player next year than he was this year. Because you've heard me say this now for years, Tate. When, it's not if he does, when he gets a consistent three-point shot... It's over for this league. And look what he's doing. Look at his free throw percentage from last year to this year. And he's playing without his starting center. He's having to play center. It has been all year. This is what I'm saying. So when I when I see players, or we're talking about them off the court. Somebody's in that gym, Tate. See, I saw Larry Bird and him for real. They was in the gym. Like the Johnson was in the gym. Michael Jordan was in the gym. The late Kobe Bryant was in the gym. When you're not in the gym, Tate, you decrease your chances of being the best version of yourself. And just because you're in the gym don't mean that you're going to be the best player. But it's, but it's a start. It's the first step. It's the first step. <laughs> and whoever James Harden is going to become, I will find out the first day. I'm not going to wait to the second day, the third. The first day when this season ends, I will find out who he really is. Because he's going to tell us. And Tate, as my mom used to say, you got to believe them the first time they tell you. Mm-hmm. Because I know where Giannis going to be. I know where he going to be. I know where Jokic is going to be. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Embiid takes Harden to the gym with him. You know? maybe, maybe that's what if Embiid stays in the gym, there's nothing this league can do. Because Embiid has finally got to the gym. If MP is in the gym, there's nothing this league can do. Say what you want to about KD. I know where he's going to be. He can't help himself. 
KD, KD gonna be playing when he's 55, 60 years old. That's what he do. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he do. That's why he's one of that's why he is one of he's one of the most unique offensive talents we've seen in this entire league. I mean, his seven foot game, you know, I don't even know what it is. It's his 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 seven foot game. I just call it a seven foot game. To me, his jump shot to me is like a, a is like a an it's like a an altered version of Kareem Abdul Jabbar's hook shot. Because he can mm-hmm. get it off anytime he wants to. Like no one could stop Kareem's hook. Yeah, well, KD he jumps nine feet in the air, and then he's already seven. I mean, no one can get to it. Yeah, it's a seven foot version of something. It's just as you know, he he's a very unique talent. But how did he get to that talent in the gym? You don't just like wake up. You know what I mean? Like he he got to the in the gym. That's what that's what he does. You can say what you want. Ben Simmons, get to the gym. <laughs> if Ben Simmons, listen. And then I'm going to tell you, because I don't know how we're getting on these conversations, but I'm going to say this. Ben Simmons, if you're listening, all your problems will go away if you get to one place. If he just gets to the gym. This man has more talent than I can recall in a long time. Naturally. He's got size, he's got speed, he's got quickness, he's got strength, left hand, right hand. He's got IQ enough to play defense at that level. Defensively, he has great instincts. Athletically, he's, you know, he's, he's got big hands. Now, all of this chit chatter that's going on outside of the game will be turned to silence if he just does one thing get to the gym because I don't want to talk about I'm going on record here saying this Tate I love to see people reach their full potential Ben Simmons is a more athletic version of Irving Magic Johnson He's probably a better defensive player than Magic. He's probably a better rebounder than Magic. He's certainly more athletic than Magic. Okay. But Magic was Magic. All right. Now, the things that Magic was doing, that's just. But as far as on paper, this man is every bit of 6'10. His impact on the game, he doesn't even have to score to impact the game. But all of the things that he could be and should be, it will happen for him in the gym. And I'm asking him, just get to the gym. He's one of the, he's one of the greatest talents in the NBA. I think that's a great final note to wrap up on. I mean, I think anybody, you know, get, get to whatever you're – get to the gym. Get to get, the gym. That's get it. Get to the gym today. Get to the that's gym. A, I appreciate you, Tate, as always, for listening. I appreciate it. I know we went a little long. We went way too long today. But I I just want these young people to get to the gym, man, so we could talk about the game. Because you know Mm -hmm. what? Tate, without the game, we're not talking. Yeah. 
Without the and game, we love the, Tate, you and, and we I, love the game. Yeah. We're not talking. We're not playing. You're not making the type of living you're making. The league can't. We need these young people to take care of the game. Take care mm-hmm. of it. Be Get stewards to the gym. of the game. Be Go stewards the of the Excellent. Let's, let's leave it right there, Tate. I love it. I love it. Well, there you have it. This has been pushing through. We will be back on Thursday to talk about the trade deadline. And uh, there you have it. We'll see you then.